0: Hey guys, what is going on? I am uh, really excited to talk to you guys today. I have seen something coming up uh, in a few different like discussions I've had with people and different posts and things I've been seeing on the good old social media, the the mold dark web, like whatever we want to call it. Um, and I kind of want to address it with you guys because I feel like there's, this in particular is, is misinformation that's coming out, but it's coming out from people that we inherently would trust. And so it's really important. I, I want to I try to be the voice of, of truth about this, all right? And, and so it started uh, this week, I was uh, I was doing an inspection for a client, and I was talking to her, and and like I mentioned before, I, I spend some time with people up front before we even get started, looking through the house, trying to understand their history, what are they going through, what's happened in the house, what are things we need to know, because that helps us obviously. And so one of the things I was asking about was just kind of uh, you know what's been going on from a health perspective, what are your goals, what are you trying to figure out, and. So they're kind of telling me all their stuff. And then she tells me that she's working with uh, this particular doctor who I'm not going to put their name out there. Um, but it's a pretty well-respected, uh, like mold literate practitioner, right? Just, so it's, it's somebody who's like on the list of people that you would be happy that you got into work with. Like, I'm sure this person has a long waiting list to even work with them. Um, and so so that's the kind of person that she was working with. And I was like, oh, cool. You're working with Dr. So-and-so. This is great. Because in my mind, I'm like, Cool they would have kind of prepared you for understanding what this process is like. Because sometimes uh, when we work with people, they're kind of starting from uh, a place where they don't know a whole lot. And so a lot of the initial conversations we have is really just about educating about, you know, why mold's an issue, how it moves through the house, the things we need to look for. And, and so, you know, I kind of feel that out in the initial conversation. And so I was talking to this person and they mentioned they're working with this doctor. I'm like, oh, super cool. And, um, and so then we started talking more and, and she was like, yeah, so, um, you know, we live in this house and, you know, we like it and it's relatively new. And we've done some stuff, you know, it's not super old. I mean, for, you know, super old, meaning like this ancient house. I think the house might have been like 20-something years old or something like that. And um, and she tells me, she's like, yeah. And, and you know, my doctor did some testing, figured out there that there was a mold problem. And my doctor just told me that I should move to a house that doesn't have mold. And <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, oh, it's that easy, huh? You just moved to a house that doesn't have mold. Okay, cool. Uh, what else? I was like, I was like did she uh, or um, did this person like, tell you how to do that? Like, is there something that I don't know? <laughs> like, what's going on? And, and she said, um, she's like, oh, well, well they said to just move into a house that was less than 10 years old and then you'll be fine. And I was just kind of blown away. I was like, this is somebody who is a, a person that understands mold, right? And I get it, like, and, and I told her this too. I was like, listen, your doctor is a body expert. They're not a building expert, right? So you can't expect them to know everything about everything the same way that I don't know everything about everything, right? I know a whole lot about buildings. I know a whole lot about how to find mold and how to get rid of it. I know... Just enough information on the medical side to make me dangerous, right? You know how, like, you've heard that phrase, like, I know just enough to be dangerous? It's because you know just enough to, like, kind of throw out some information, but the information might not be totally right, you know? And that's why I'm super, like, careful when I talk anything health related that you should be talking to somebody who actually knows this stuff more than me. But this is maybe what I've heard in conversations with people, right? Because I think it's super important to understand where your information is coming from and who that person is. And I've said this, uh, Uh, a while ago. It's been a long time since I said this, but whenever you're talking to anyone, you need to understand kind of what what is their lane? Where are they experts, right? Uh, And you say, okay, so you're an expert in X. What is their motivation for giving you advice, right? Um, And this isn't relating to this, but this is just in general. Like if you're talking to uh, your remediator, who's then trying to explain to you like, oh yeah, this is how you test stuff for it to pass. Well, their motivation is to pass, right? Their motivation is not to fail. So like, do you think that they're gonna tell you the more extensive testing methods that could actually show that they didn't do their job properly? Of course not. It's not in their best interest, right? What is in their best interest? What's their motivation? Um, That's in life in general. That's just not mold specific. This is like a lesson that I've learned. Like whoever you're talking to about anything, why are they giving you input What benefit does it give them? What are they really trying to get you to do? And does an action that you take actually impact that person in any way? Because the real reality is we're all humans. And, you know, every conversation you have is some sort of sales pitch, some sort of negotiation, even if it's very, very minor things in life. I've, I, uh, anyways, I I read this book, um, Ah, oh, gosh! what was the book called? I like, totally forgot what the book is called now, but it was about negotiation, and that was like one of the big things in it's it like literally every conversation you have is a negotiation, um even if you're not thinking that you're trying to negotiate something but that that goes uh, it goes beyond what I'm trying to talk about today uh, anyways so um so this doctor tells her uh just just move into a house and no mold, like you could just do that just like that, so that was number one, and then number two uh yeah. Well, how how do I do that? Oh, just find a house that's less than ten years old, and you'll be fine. Are you kidding? I I I was like blown away when this person told me that. I was like, I cannot believe that this doctor said that to you. Like, this person should know better. They should know better. They're they're the people that understand this. They work with so many people. Like, you should know that you can't just get up and move to a house that has no mold. God, if it was that easy, wouldn't we all just freaking get up and do that? Like, it's not that easy, you know. So that happened. And then the next day, I'm like, you know, scrolling through Instagram, and I see another doctor post. um, You know, a lot of doctors post mold stuff, and a lot of them they post mold health stuff, which is great. Then you have the doctors that are posting like, here's the, here's how you get rid of mold in your house, and here's how you do this in your house. Again, are these people mold experts in homes? No, they're not. Okay, that'd be like me saying this is how you detox from mold. And then I put out a post that talks about all of your cellular stuff. And I talks about all of the different detox pathways and this and this and that. Like, I know what I'm talking about, you know, like I know a little bit. But to say this is the definitive guide for how to like get out of mold in your house or something like there's they don't know that. Right. That's not their area of expertise. This is something that Dr. Jill Krista is very uh, passionate about whenever I talk to her and something I really love about her among other things but she's very clear and she calls other doctors out she's like you should not be telling people how to handle mold situations in their homes because you are not a home expert you are a medical expert you need to find the home experts and you need to refer them to that person like that is your job as a practitioner is to help them with the health help them understand how the environment impacts them and then guide them to a place with someone who actually knows how to handle it versus you you know, going to a seminar or something and then thinking, you know how to handle mold. And and the answer is move out of my house uh, and just go find a new house that doesn't have mold, like it's that easy. And then, oh, the way to do that, just find one that's less than 10 years old and you'll be done. So anyway, so I'm scrolling through. And so this doctor wrote something about, um, it's something about like, it's free to to live a healthy lifestyle doesn't cost a lot, was kind of the point of the post. And there were things in the post like basically instead of like instead of buying supplements and adding you know, like doing treatments and stuff that cost money it was it was essentially like removing things from your everyday routine that are contributing to your problems, which makes sense right like don't use you know, plastic storage containers, you use glass ones, switch different types of products, like things like that that are pretty easy to do. You're not like investing in new things. You're just kind of swapping out what you're doing, right? So like I'm reading through this list. I'm like, oh, this is all kind of cool stuff. And then number nine on the list of 10 was, um, uh, God, I wanted to say exactly what it is. Because uh, when I when I read it, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is exactly what it was. So it was mold specific. Bear with me, I'm literally on my Instagram right now, um, looking this up. So, uh, I'm, I'm typing the, the doctor's name. I'm not telling you who it is. Uh, and I'm going to this post and, uh, here it is. So number nine on the list. So again, this is free. This is things you can do for free that don't cost a lot of money to get healthy. Number nine, check your house for mold. Okay. Cause that's easy. How do you do that? Is that really free? No, it's not really free. Things like this that make it seem like that it's not a complex issue, like by marginalizing and simplifying it to the point where just move into a house with no mold or step number nine of free things you could do to be healthier. Just check for mold. The end. No description, no anything. Just go through the house, check for mold. Oh, of course. Let's just go look through the house and check for mold. Who listening to this has not tried to do that? Who listening to this has any idea... How I go through a house and the real way to do it i 'm looking for hand raises there 's nobody here i 'm talking to myself um, so anyways, I just started i 've been like seeing these things and it 's just been kind of frustrating to me because what I said at the beginning is that these are people that you trust, right Your doctor is somebody that you trust, and I am somebody that people trust, and I take so much responsibility for what I put out there because. The reality is, if somebody trusts you, they're not going to vet everything that you say moving forward, right? Because they're like, oh, Brian said this. So I know Brian knows what he's talking about. So I don't have to research everything Brian said because Brian is a reputable source. So whatever Brian says is true. And so if he says it, then I believe him. And this is the same thing for your doctors, right? The thing is, is that Like doctors are not home experts. I'm not a health expert, right? So again, that's why I say I always pre-qualify anything I say health related. The doctors don't do that. I mean, some of them do, right? Some of the Jill Krista clan does and her tree of people. Um, And I'm sure others do too. But there are so many that don't. There's so many that make blanket statements that say, here's a free way to not be sick anymore. Uh, Pull out plastic boxes or bottles for Tupperware. Uh, Just check your house for mold. The end. Just do this. Or here's the person that says, just go move into a house that doesn't have mold. The end. Super easy. Like, it's just super frustrating. Okay. So here's what I want to do. I want to talk about like why it's not, like why what they said is not as cut and dry as it is. Okay. So... That's really what the point of this is. I just went on like a 10-minute rant before I actually got into the point. Hopefully, you guys are still with me. Um, all right, here's the deal. You you can't just go find a house that doesn't have mold. If we could do that, if you knew how to do that, one, you wouldn't be listening to me. Uh, two, you wouldn't be working with us. You wouldn't be working with doctors because you're sick. You wouldn't be doing any of this stuff because you would have just like gotten up and went to a house that didn't have mold. How many of you have thought, well, I should just move to a new house and then I'll be fine? I'm sure a bunch of you. How many of you actually tried to get up and move to a house that's less than 10 years old? Probably a bunch of you. How many of you are still feeling the way that you are? Probably a bunch of you. You want to know why? Because the issues in houses are not related to age of house. Zero correlation to age of house, right? I don't want to say zero. Some correlation to age of house, not direct correlation to age of house. Maybe that's the way to say it. Yes, the older your house, the more potential for historical things to be there, right? So the school of thought is, well, if I could get into a newer house, then there wouldn't have been as many leaks and there's less of a chance, right? I feel like when this doctor said, just move to a house less than 10 years old, get away from mold," they're playing the odds. They're playing percentages, right? It's like, well, houses that are 10 years old have a less chance of a bunch of problems than houses that are 50 years old. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. Does that mean though, does less percentage chance mean that there's, you can literally just move into a house that's 10 years old or less and there will be no mold problems? A hundred percent. No, 100% no. Right. Um, Could it be less than an older house? Could be less. Could it be more than an older house? A hundred percent. Yes, it could be. It could definitely be more. I mean, I, we had Mike on, Mike Rubino on a couple of episodes ago, and he was talking through his new build construction. New build, new construction. The walls aren't even up yet. They're like as new as it gets. So forget 10 year old house. Literally move into a brand new house that's constructed. And he told you all the mold that was everywhere in the house, right? That's one reason that you can't just look at age of house. It's about how the house was built, it's about how the house was kept. It's about were there previous leaks that were here that happened that the owner knew about? Did they handle them properly? Did they disclose them to you when, when you actually went to buy the house? There's so many times that water damage issues are not disclosed because they're not viewed as like a flood, right? You can't rely on water damage disclosures because that's such a broad scope. Like if I had a leak in my house that I lived in and I had a sink that leaked And then I just like swapped out the bottom panel of my cabinet so you can no longer see the damage. Like, would you need to disclose that if you were selling your home? Who the hell's gonna know that that happened? Nobody, right? So one, you don't have to because there's literally no check and balance on things like that that you handle yourself. And two, most people don't even think that's a problem. So why would they disclose something that's just kind of normal part of of living in a house? That'd be like in their mind, Like that homeowner who just fixed the little thing under their sink that, by the way, could have caused a mold problem, but do they know any better? No. But by swapping something out like that and maybe causing a problem to them, that's no different than saying, uh, we had, we had weeds that grew in the backyard, but we fixed it. Like, why would you have to disclose that? Right. Or like right now I'm dealing with a gopher in my yard. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm out in my yard. I'm seeing patches of dirt, like dug up under my grass. And I thought I had some sort of like grass disease that was eating all my grass. Turns out I have a freaking gopher under my yard that's like popping up all these things everywhere. So if I was going to sell this house, one, if I own this house, but two, if I own this house and then I was going to sell it in five years after I've handled the gopher situation, do I need to disclose that one time five years ago there was a gopher? Like, no, like I wouldn't disclose that. Why would you even think of disclosing that? Right? Right. So how do you know the history of the house that you're going into that's 10 years old? You don't, you don't. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a house that somebody just bought recently and I find a bunch of problems in their house and they're like, how did they not disclose this stuff? It's because like, yeah, like you ha- you know what you have to disclose? You have to disclose stuff that has a paper trail. That's what you have to disclose right? Because that's how you could check it. You could check the history of the house. You could check the records, the documents. If there's a paper trail, you disclose it. If you had a leak that you fixed yourself or you had somebody just come in and quickly remediate it and wasn't a big deal, do you need to disclose that? I mean, should you? Yeah. Do most people? No, right? And so that's reason number one, that you can't just move into a house that's 10 years old, right? Actually, there's two reasons. One, it could have just been built with a bunch of problems like Mike's house is is dealing with right now. Two, there could have been problems that happened in the house Even over a short time period, that could have caused problems. You could be buying a house that's three years old. And within the first three years, somebody turned on the tub, forgot that they turned on the tub. It overflowed a bathroom, went into multiple rooms. That could have happened in a house that was two or three years old. They didn't remediate it properly. They didn't tell you about it because they never told anybody about it. They just dried everything up and then painted over everything. And then you move into a house that's three years old and you think as... Per the advice of this doctor, well, just move into a house that's 10 years old. Just, just go into a house that doesn't have mold. Done, super easy. Okay, 10 years old or less, no mold. Uh, you move into a house that's three years old that had a massive flood that didn't tell anybody about it and they patched it up themselves and they brought somebody in that was like a handyman that said that they could do everything and bam, you're now inheriting a situation where there's actually a massive mold problem and possibly bacteria problems that have cross-contaminated your heating and air conditioning system and have done all this damage in the house and a house is three years old but, you know, according to your doctor, it's that easy. You just move into a house that's less than 10 years old, right? This is the problem. This is, this is such a big problem. A big part of why I do this show is to open your guys' eyes to the challenges that we have. Can you just move into a house with no mold? No. I, I was telling my client yesterday that I was working with, So we're talking about that, um... Actually, it was the same one I was, uh, that, uh, that I was just putting the story on, the same one who had this doctor. And I was like, I can, I've been doing this for a long time, like nearly a decade I've been doing this. I've been in thousands of homes. I can literally count on one hand. This is not an exaggeration. I have five fingers on a hand. I could count on one hand the number of times that I walked into a house and found absolutely nothing. That's it. One hand. And I actually think it's three. I don't even think it's a full hand. I think it's a half a hand. That's it. So am I going to just get up and go find a house that doesn't have mold? You're absolutely not going to get up and go find a house that doesn't have mold. This is why you need to take control of this situation. This is why you need to learn about stuff yourself and not rely on other people to tell you how to do it, right? Like, and, and, and that's what I'm trying to do is to share that with you guys, Right. And so whether it's you book an inspection through my company, we come out and do it for you. If you, if you go through and learn how to do the process yourself through the various things that we offer you, like whatever it is, like educate yourself and do it yourself. Like no one is going to be more adamant and care more about what's going on in your situation than you are. Right? Like think about You're working with your doctor. They have hundreds of patients, right? You have X amount of time to talk to them. I mean, are they going to sit there with you and really break down exactly how to go through an entire home? One, even if they knew how to do it, no, they don't have the, time, they don't have the kind of time to do that for you. Two, they don't know how to do it, But so maybe should we flip. One, they don't know how to tell you to do that. And two, even if they did, are they going to be able to invest that kind of time with you to really educate you on how to do that? No, they're not. They're going to say, go find a home that doesn't have mold in it. Go do an ERMI. And if the ERMI comes back bad, guys, I hate to break it to you. Almost every ERMI comes back bad. Like, true. It's true. You want to lie? Because almost every home has a mole problem. And so, you know, we could do these screening tests and you could do ERMIs and they could come back and they could be bad, which most of them are. And then you could say, okay, what do I do? Right. And then you got to figure that out. And the only way to figure that out is to know how to actually go through a house, how to find where the problems are located and actually fix it all properly right? It's not, I didn't earn me in my house. It was bad. I'm just going to get up and go move to a house that's less than 10 years old. That just quote, doesn't have mold. And then, ah, crap. I did another me in that house. And that one sucks too. All right, let me go find another one. Oh man, I didn't earn me in that house. And that one's not very good too. And then you do another one and the same thing happens. And you do another one, the same thing happens. And then finally, you realize what I'm telling you right now is that there is no magic home that you can move into. It doesn't have a mold problem. It's an inherent problem in our building industry. It's an inherent problem in the way that we understand water damage just as a population and how seriously we take it. It's an inherent problem in how people who own buildings like landlords even if they think it's a problem, they try to hide it because it costs a lot of money to fix it and their whole deal is about just getting people into their buildings so they can maintain a certain cash flow on their investment property, right? What's the benefit of every single person along this way? It's just to get things done as quickly and easily as possible, right? The, the difference for you is that your health That's why you're listening to this. You're impacted by mold, right? Your motivations are different. So you can't rely on other people that look at things differently than you do because their motivations are different. And you can't rely on experts in specific fields thinking that they're an expert in every other related field tied to that, right? Like, I know I know where my where my expertise starts and stops. And I will never ever tell you that I am like the end all like, will I tell you I bought a sauna and this is what I know about them? Yeah. Will I tell you that I'm currently right now standing in front of a red light machine because I've read a bunch of research and I've talked to different doctors. I know that it powers up your mitochondria, which increases more ATP production and mycotoxins in your body actually deplete your ATP production, which is part of the problem. So by doing this, it helps your body fight back. Like, yeah, I'll share that with you. But it's with the caveat that I'm not a doctor, right? This is stuff that I've read. Like go do your own research on stuff like that. But when it comes to things about the house, I am the expert. Like you know, that's where I'm the expert at. Right. Um, and so, so those are the things I'm gonna share. So basically the whole point of this is just like, see where your information is coming from. See who's telling you what's going on. And then ask yourself, is this person the right person to be telling me something very definitive about whatever they're saying? Is my doctor the right person to be telling me how to find mold in my home? Is Brian the right person to tell me how to treat mold in my body and detox? The answer to both of those is no, right? Is my doctor the right person to look at what's happening in my body and say that, yes, you're being exposed to mold. I can see it. And then here's the steps we could take with your body to address that. But you do also need to get out of mold. Can they tell you that? Yes. Can Brian tell you that, listen, I, got, I went through this house. This is a problem. And this is how you fix that problem, right? Now, in terms of fixing yourself, you need to talk to so-and-so. But to fix the house, this is how you do it. Am I the person you could go to for that? Yes. Right? So ask yourself those questions, guys. Um, And don't just, like, rely on, you know, you follow the doctor on Instagram and they post something and you just kind of take it at face value. Question everything, all right? Because there's only so many people that really know how to do certain things. Yet, when you get into the world of, like, public figure, social-facing all of that stuff, you can say a lot of stuff to get people to interact with your posts and do things like that, which could help your marketing, which could help the number of people that call you, which could like, like there's so many benefits from a business side of doing all of that. Right. But at the end of the day, and this is something that I take really seriously that Corey and I take very seriously, what we share, we have to, we have to know that it's, or believe that it's right. And it's true. Right. This is why, for example, we don't share like programs that only teach you how to look at one room in your house. Because we know that if you only look at one room in your house for something, and we say that that's all that you need to do, then you may be missing things in other places of your home. And it kind of seems like that we said it's okay to do that. And it's not okay to do that. You have to look at a whole house holistically if you're really trying to figure it out. And so we're really... I, we could be creating all kinds of little products for you guys, and we're very, very hesitant on doing that because everything that we put out, we really need to believe that it's actually guiding you guys in the right direction, right? We have a very big like morality like check on everything that we do. Like, could this little thing make money? Sure. Is it doing right by people? Uh, Maybe. Like I mean, technically, like it's not really the full picture. We'd be validating. You could do something that, that would then make someone think that's all you need to do. Is that doing right by people? No, it's not doing right by people, right? And so you got to do right by people. Um, and I don't think that I don't think that these doctors and other experts are doing this on purpose. I think they don't know, and I think they're being told by other, you know, quote indoor environmental experts or whatever that this is what you do. The reason that you come up with a blanket statement like just move into a house that's less than 10 years old is because it's very easy to grab a hold of that concept and then pitch that concept to somebody that it will work, right? If the doctor said, well, moving into into a younger house is better, but then you also have to think about this, 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 and this. And then you have to look at it this way. And then you would need to test like this, 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 and this. Do they have time to learn all of that? And then if they have time to learn all that, how do they explain that to you if they, haven't, if they don't really know it that well? They don't. They don't know how. It's not their area of expertise. All right. So, all right. I think you guys got the point. <laughs> so that was a fast 25 minutes, guys. Um, tell me if you guys found this helpful. I really want to know um, if this makes sense for you. If you could leave a comment, in, in, uh, the podcast feed here, wherever you're listening to your podcast and just be like, yeah, that episode on, uh, what I just talked about, like, you know, the episode on, on expert advice, like that really made sense. Like, tell me that because it really helps me understand like the types of things to share with you guys. I want to share stuff with you guys that you find valuable. It's hard for me to know that if you guys aren't telling me, right? So I see a whole bunch of you are listening. I'm hoping that means that you're enjoying everything, but I would love a little, a little, uh, a little comment feedback in the, uh, in the podcast feed here to let me know uh, what you found helpful or maybe what you would like more on even, right? Like things like that. So uh, anyways, uh, that's it for today. Hope you guys are having a good one. We'll talk to you next time. Oh, and one more thing I totally forgot. Um, so uh, last week, I haven't really told anybody about it yet. I only told my text community actually. So uh, if you're not a part of that, Uh, you should be a part of it because I give a lot of kind of like inside stuff that I don't share with the whole community everywhere and like uh, preview to certain things and different stuff like that. Um, But anyways, I shared with with my text community uh, this new guide that we created last week that we put out. It's called uh, 10 Most Common uh, Remediation Mistakes. These, If you're having remediation done, like this, or you're gonna have remediation done, download this guide, it's free. Like it's literally, I'm just giving it to you, right? We spent two weeks putting this thing together and I'm literally just giving it to you. Uh, it's the 10 things when I go into a home and there's, and I'm doing a post-remediation inspection, these are the 10 most common mistakes that I see. And so I wanted to tell you guys what those are so you can make sure that you're on top of those so your mediators don't screw things up, right? It's literally what it is, completely free resource. I just want you guys to have success in what you're doing, you know? So um, you could go to remediationmistakes.com. That's it, remediationmistakes.com. It's just a download, just your email um, and and your name, and then I will know where to send it to, and then I will send you the email of where, uh, with a link to download uh, the guide. And it's that simple, all right? So go to remediationmistakes.com. You can get that for yourselves. Literally just do it right now. Like Even if you're not doing remediation right now, who cares? You're going to have this guide. It's hundred percent free. It literally takes like five seconds for you to go to that website, put in your email. So I would go do that. If you're listening to these podcasts, these are the types of things we're going to start creating now as like little pieces of free things to give to you guys to kind of help you on different pieces. You may not need it now, but you might need it later. Start creating a library, right? Create a library of all the stuff that I'm giving you guys because, uh, once you start putting it together, you're going to be able to see a lot of the different components of stuff. This is one of the items that that you can put in there. So if you want to get on that uh, on that text list that I have, like my text thread for everybody, um, all you have to do is text me and then you'll get into the into the community. It's uh, the number it's nine four nine five two eight eight seven oh four. It's 949-528-8704. This is the legendary mold phone. This is what you've seen in the Instagram posts of like, hey, so-and-so texted Brian and this is what the response, this is how you get to that, right? So if you want to uh, interact with me a little bit, uh, if you want to get some of these resources that I'm talking about before anyone else does, if you want even just some other behind the scenes things that I don't share with anybody, like something I sent out today from that I learned from a... Uh, a medical presentation that I sat in yesterday, like it's not going out anywhere. I learned it. I put it out to my, to my, uh, my text community. So again, if you want to get in that 949-528-8704, 949-528-8704, text me right now. Just be like, yo, Brian, put me in your community. Or, uh, or if you want to just like text me a picture of your dog. I love pictures of dogs. I also saw some weird study that said, if you put pictures of dogs in things that people are more likely to interact with you, <laughs> which I thought was interesting, I guess, because everybody loves dogs. Anyway, uh, Okay, that's it. We're done. Talk to you later. So that's it for today's show, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe and give a rating wherever you get your podcasts. It'll help spread the word to those who really need it the most.